Are you tired of the same old pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on Powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 4,000 hours of the best pro wrestling events from over 110 of the biggest names in the industry from over 15 countries around the globe. Get your free trial today at Powerslam.tv. The following is brought to you by the Social Suplex Podcast Network. Welcome everyone to episode 27 of your favorite podcast about all things elite. Welcome to All Things Elite. I am Floyd Johnson and with me is my co-host Amy O. How are you doing today, Amy? I am doing absolutely wonderful, Floyd. How are you? I don't expect anything less from you because you <laughs> you see the world the same way. I am doing great. Uh, I mean, I only have two working days left before I leave for All Out on Wednesday because I'm driving. But uh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm just in a really good mood today. I had a very smooth, absolutely, I haven't done really anything today. I even planned to see a movie. I didn't even go do that. I just chilled. That sounds delightful. Yeah, we've just been hanging out, getting ready for heading to Chicago next week and, you know, getting everything lined up and just getting really excited. I can't believe All Out is a week away. Less than that. Yes, man. Uh, It feels like we were just in Vegas. I was just walking up to you at the hotel while y'all were sitting outside smoking cigars and drinking uh it literally it just feels like yesterday it feels like like i vividly remember that moment like it was like five minutes ago and it's like it's august now we're at we're at all out we're we're getting closer to tv it's just crazy how fast everything's moving Oh, I'm so excited. I was looking at pictures that we took during um, Double or Nothing in Vegas and just seeing everybody, seeing everybody from Twitter, getting to meet you, getting to meet all elite Tiffany and Sydney and just so many wonderful friends on Twitter. And of course, so many wonderful people just in wrestling in general was so great. And I cannot wait to get back and do it all again. It's going to be so fun. Yes. I Like I said, these places, I can you know when people say where your happy place at is, and it's like there's a specific place, but it's not really for me. It's just you know when at these Starcast weekends, I hope they either do them for 
all the pay-per-views or the two big ones or whatever they decide they're going to do because it's just like having this whole week just being around weekend being around my friends and hanging out is great for me oh absolutely and we got a whole week to look forward to and plan an epic star cast and all-out vacation with our wrestling family. Yes, with our definitely, definitely. I'm just, I'm looking so far uh, forward to it. Uh, yeah, it's going to be absolutely great. I mean, me and Sydney was like, every day feels like it's dragging because, you know, you just want to get there. And yes, and uh, I want to have some deep dish and some white castles. You know, Chicago's just a great place to be. It's like, if you want to, whatever you kind of want to do there, you can do there. Absolutely right. And actually, that reminds me for all of our listeners out there, if you live in Chicago, especially near the Sears Center, throw out some recommendations of some great places to get food, maybe some deep dish, maybe a great pub, anything that you love that you think that anybody coming in for all out should definitely hit up. Throw some recommendations when we post this episode tomorrow, because it would be great to get some ideas from, you know, what you guys like. Yes, tag 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 us in it. Tag all things. Uh, tag at AT Elite Pod in everything and let us know what you think. We love interaction from the people that listen to our show and the people that follow us on Twitter. It's fun. If you notice, it, me, Amy, or Tiffany will reply very quickly if you comment or something and you tag us in it. Absolutely. And speaking of interaction, I cannot wait for the rest of our episode because I believe we have some giveaway info for us uh, to dive into today, which is going okay, to be yeah. super fun. And I've been so excited about it all yeah. week long. I, yes, absolutely. So let me, uh, first off, I want to start the show by reminding you this episode of All Things Elite is brought to you by Power Slam TV. Power Slam TV, where you get access to over 4,000 hours of content from over 110 of your favorite wrestling brands from countries all around the globe, right onto your laptop and mobile device. If you use the code Social Suplex, you get the first month free. Now that we've done that, we get to start the show off before we get to any news with our giveaway uh giveaway winner uh monday uh amy recorded a video a great video and we posted it and we got a lot of interaction online it, it reached a lot of different people uh you had to like retweet and tag three of your friends and the reason i had you tag three of your friends is, is that was a very when you tag someone sometimes likes can be so many likes that you can't see everybody that liked the status. You can't see everybody who retweets status, but you can see everyone that comments on the status. So that was a way for me to keep track of everybody that actually entered. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And plus, yeah. like, it ended up being an awesome Twitter party on that thread. And if there's anything that I love about Twitter, it's a Twitter party. It is a Twitter <laughs> it was party. so fun. Yes. We got a ton of likes, ton of retweets. Uh, we got a lot of entries. So how we're going to do this, I like to do mine in a double blind way. So there is no way that, uh, you know, we can... Uh, calls any type of rigging or anything so i take down the number i go to random.org i then throw all the names in random.org and i click randomize and it puts them in a list of a number and then what i do is i uh i take that uh list and i on live on the air or well, not live but recorded on there i ask amy to pick a number one through 
55. And whatever number she picks, whoever that is, that's the winner. Like I said, oh, that th- is perfect. it's double blind. She has no idea who she's picking. Yeah, you know, and and I'm not telling her what to do. So you hear it all. It is about as straight up as it can be. So one through fifty five. What number do you got? All right. Well, first off, I want to say thank you all so much for participating in the contest. This was so fun to get to see everybody and get to feel all that excitement. This has been a blast, and I'm so happy that we're partnering up to do this to give you guys Starcast Three and All Out. For free. This is awesome. So that said, the number is 32. 32. That goes to at Rex Quan Docs. That's I think that's how you pronounce it. But her name is Nadine. And it says soon all out. So I don't know if she's going to the show, but hey, she won. Uh, Nadine is the actual winner. I will uh, skid her the information so she can watch StarCast and All Out. And she can do with that information what she wants. So she might actually be probably giving it to someone. Because I think she's going to actually be at the show. But hey, I'm excited for her. I've actually met Nadine uh, at the last two StarCast. She was at both of them in Vegas and Chicago. And she is she has always been a follower of the show and a listener. So I thank you for joining the contest. And you are our winner. Hooray! Congratulations, Nadine! And thank you again, everyone, for participating in the contest. This will not be the last giveaway that we have on All Things Elite because we had so much fun doing it. We are already talking about doing it again. So make sure to keep your eyes peeled in the future because you never know what's in store. Yes, definitely, definitely. I'm looking forward to it. I love it. I love the interaction that comes with it. I love making people happy. The last two people that we gave stuff to said they had never won a contest ever in their life, and that even made uh, that even made me happier. That is so awesome. I love doing doing things like this for that very reason because it just makes people happy. And sharing that happiness is a wonderful thing. Now, let's dive into the news for this week with All Elite Wrestling. This has been a heavy-hitting week for AEW News. I think we should probably lead off with the biggest news of the week, which actually just dropped, I want to say, about three, four hours ago before we started recording this. And that is that, unfortunately, John Moxley has had to pull out of his match with Kenny Omega on August 31st at All Out in Chicago. He posted a series of tweets on Twitter to directly address fans and anyone in the wrestling business. You know, he really wanted to make something personal with it. And he talks about being absolutely gutted to have to deliver the news. He had a serious case of MRSA, which is a staph infection, had returned in his elbow. So he will be out of that match. And it looks like he's going to be having surgery this week to remove the part in his elbow that keeps getting infected. And so theoretically, that should make it so that it's not an issue he has to worry about anymore. He says it should be a quick recovery, though. So he will be 100% for AEW Wednesday nights on TNT. And, you know, of course, he has nothing but good wishes for All Out. And that it's going to be a great show. He's gutted. He's upset. There's a lot of feelings there but i think what i've seen from the reaction both 
from fans and from people in AEW, of course, but just all around the wrestling industry is nothing but well wishes for John Moxley, of course, hoping for a speedy recovery, hoping that this doesn't come back and, you know, sending him nothing but the best. Yes. Um, let me tell you, um, very, when I woke up, it's one of those weird things. Uh, it's one of those weird things you're, I take a nap on Fridays because, again, I, I've said this a million times. It feels like I work overnight, so I sleep during the day. So I was taking a nap because I wanted to get you know get ready for the show. And seriously, 20-minute, 30-minute nap, wake up, phone's blown up. And they're like, did you hear about Mox? And I'm like, what about Mox? And then I, I found out that the whole landscape the whole landscape of all out it changed i was i was i was angry for him now i want to tell people i am not perfect i do get a little you know get upset when something i'm as excited for doesn't happen but in this case i i've been i've watched the g1 i've been watching when he works these matches he was looking forward to all out the build up the amount that he's putting his promos he was looking forward to this show. So and my heart is broken for him that he doesn't get to do this. Oh, absolutely. You know, it's a really interesting thing because over the course of this year, we've seen somebody from this guy named Dean Ambrose in WWE as a part of the Shield and like, you know, the situation with that. And then he comes out in this explosive way where he's now John Moxley and he debuts at double or nothing in this electrifying way against Kenny Omega taking him down. And it's, it's just absolutely thrilling. Everyone's losing their minds. And then we see him at fight for the fall and he has this great match. He's, he's going to battle again with Kenny Omega, but this time Kenny's turning the tables on him. And then we see him in the G one and watching John Moxley in the G1 with not only just his wrestling but and his energy and this sort of enigma presence, this rugged guy that he is, but also the storylines that he was cultivating throughout the G1. I mean, it was phenomenal to watch him. And there was nothing that I was looking forward to more than seeing John Moxley versus Kenny Omega at all out. These two are my favorite wrestlers in the world right now. And Kenny Omega for a long time, John Moxley since he became John Moxley again. So I understand how devastating it must be and frustrating it must be for him. So I do hope that it is a fast and speedy recovery for him because I think if anything we've learned that the entire world is chomping at the bit waiting to see John Moxley versus someone like Kenny Omega in a long singles match. And I hope that the positive spin on this is that we get to see a feud build up because now we'll have time for those brilliant road to promos to develop the story that will inevitably bring their match to fruition. Yes. And I, I, I just hope it, like I want him to get better, and all from the business side of it, I hope it doesn't affect Vice. I know uh, Moxley was a bit of a draw. Some you know former WWE people uh, that fans that you may have you know looked for alternative. The reason that they were jumping into that alternative might have been that they saw the name Moxley versus Omega. I I tell you, I believe you will still enjoy the show. 
because they do a good job of putting on the show. They do a good job of amazing job of putting on wrestling that the way you want to see it. And yeah, uh, Mox is so as far as we know, as of right now, it is just all out that he's out of right now. Yes. And, you know, to build on what you were saying about the show still being great, AEW immediately put out a release for an update on this match. They knew about this. They've been communicating back and forth, obviously. So they were prepared for this news to come out, which is great because the news that they then dropped was that the replacement for John Moxley is to be Pac. So now we're going to have Pac versus Kenny Omega, which is also going to be an electrifying and incredible match. So we've got a match that was going to be electrifying and awesome replaced with a match that is going to be electrifying and awesome. I, uh, I can say, man, man, that they they took a dream match and they replaced it with a dream match. Exactly. So for me, I love Moxley. I love the character that he has been portraying, and I was really, really excited for him to wrestle. But if you want to talk about a style that'll let people see who Kenny Omega is, that better style is going to come from Pac. There, he's going to have the more fast-paced, physical style and, and then the thing with Pac is he's a true heel he is the bastard Pac he is a dirty bastard he says it so he is going to play a true heel role to Kenny's hero role so you're going to get to see more of a side of that I'm like I can honestly say as a person you know that this was probably my third favorite match on the card third match I was looking forward to I am just as excited for this match. I think the spots are going to be higher in this match. The things you can see because, I mean, it's easy to, to say uh, Pac is a better athlete than Moxley as far as the gymnastic sides of or the fl uh, flipping sides of wrestling. I'm excited to see it because I have a confession to make. <laughs> Everybody in the wrestling world has their first time for something. This will be my first time seeing a full Pac Devil match ever. So, like, I've seen clips because he was he was around during the time that I was taking a break from wrestling. So I wasn't really here for Pac. I know of him. I've seen clips of him. I know a lot about the relationship with him and Shima. And that's awesome. I, I know about him with Dragon Gate, but I haven't actually seen a full match of his. So with everything that I've heard, I am thrilled to have that first be at eight at all out live and in person. That is going to be absolutely incredible. And I was looking forward to Moxley, but I have something to say for those who were looking to watch all out for Moxley out of that curiosity. AEW, not only do they put on incredible shows and incredible matches and incredible storylines and incredible wrestling, but they also put on incredible shows and events. And this is going to be the return to where it all began. All In 
was based on a bet that they couldn't even pull off a one-off indie show. And not only did they blow those expectations out of the water, but out of that, we have the blossom that has turned into All Elite Wrestling. So we have surprises in the store. We have celebrations to be made. We have a hell of a show on the line. We also have the last big pay-per-view before they start AEW on TNT with their weekly shows. So this is going to be amazing. And this match with Kenny Omega and Pac is going to be amazing. And I cannot wait to see it. Yes, uh, I agree completely. Uh, Kenny Omega and Pac are going to kill it. If uh, I consider myself a star guy, I I put the low on this match at four stars, and I don't even think that's putting pressure on them. These are two of the best wrestlers in the world. Uh, Pac went back to Dragon Gate, immediately was at the top of their company with their top belt, immediately carried that uh, company and made people care about it again. Kenny Omega is Kenny freaking Omega. You know, he is he is the best bout machine. You know, that's what he does. And now if you are looking for the best bout machine, don't get me wrong. He could have put on a great match with Mox. But I truly believe the ceiling for the match with a ceiling for the match with Pac is way higher. And it's just it's just one of those things. It's going to be something to marvel at. I am very excited for everybody to get see and uh, see what uh, Kenny can present to you. In this case, they got a week to put it together, and they are, they are wrestling geniuses, so they will put together a great match. I, I definitely wish uh, Mox a speedy recovery. He is the man. I'm looking forward to it. And again, for, uh, you know. You, you know, we do a good job of looking at the optimistic view, looking at the sunny side of things. They're going to be able to build this Kenny Omega and Moxley feud uh, uh, longer over months to a bigger pay-per-view match. And I cannot wait for that because my favorite thing with Kenny matches is when they are the fruition, the culmination of long storylines based on drama. And this is nothing but drama. I expect even Pac and Kenny Omega to be drama, especially if Pac is going to be coming out there a full-on heel. That's going to be great. We're going to have some incredible storytelling in this match and incredible storing, storytelling to come for Moxley. Um, now, one quick word with Moxley. We also wanted to point out that StarCast had an update for Moxley as well because there were um, there was an event with John Moxley that they had. So they put out a tweet today that said, like you, today we learned that John Moxley is unable to wrestle due to injury. But that's all at this point. If he is unable to travel for StarCast, we will issue refunds for his meet and greet and attempt to replace his panel on stage. Updates are forthcoming when available. So we're not sure if uh, we know he's not going to be able to wrestle. We're not sure if that also means that he won't be able to attend StarCast. Keep your eyes posted to StarCast on Twitter at StarCast Events for further updates. And this is the StarCast shield inside of me because I love StarCast as an event. They've never not taken care of me. Like if somebody had to cancel or an event I wanted to go to was uh, uh, canceled or something, they take care of you. They do the best they can to replace. Something like this, they have nothing. They, there's nothing they can do. I mean, they are have the unfortunate 
Uh, they have the unfortunate track record now because the last two, there have been two pretty huge names that had to cancel. But to blame StarCast, I don't see how, or Conrad or whatever, I don't see how you can blame him for a staph infection in an elbow. Oh, yeah, that would be ridiculous. I, I will mean... <laughs> say this, though. I really appreciate the transparency of both AEW and StarCast and their immediate responses to that. Because, of course, people are going to have questions about something like that, especially if they've already paid for, like, a meet and greet, for instance. So to immediately address that is really important. And to be transparent about that, I think, makes people feel better. Because it would be one thing to have so many unknowns or to not even address it, just change it, you know? Plans change. We'll rewrite it on the fly. But to be able to address it immediately and keep fans in the loop... I think is really important to just, you know, keep everyone abreast of the situation. Yes. And just to be uh, transparent, I actually bought a Moxley uh, meet and greet. And it's just like, like I see people jumping on. Unfortunately, I did see one guy and I feel bad for him. He planned his whole trip around meeting Moxley. I don't even think he was going to the event. He was going to Chicago to meet Moxley. If he can't make it, that sucks. And unfortunately in the, con business and you know the convention business and things like that that is something that can that can happen people you know get sick or what you know get sick or whatever but they will take care of you they will get you a refund they will get that uh take and they will get everything back to you this is not me speaking as anyone officially with starcast this is me speaking as someone that has been to starcast and has had things cancel and they have taken care of me every time so i am a big fan of the product which is starcast and i think yeah i i think they will go ahead and do what they can to make this right unfortunately there's not a lot of big names on the level of mox that people want to hear from like his panel was literally just an interview with mox and him talking about you know his time in wwe so but he will be there if he can i like he's just he's just that guy i'm like he's going to be there if he can because yeah, and they, if he can't, it's a health yeah, situation. It's so. a can't. It's a can't. It's a doctor situation. Yeah, and that's like if your boss says, "Hey, you can't be at this place. You can't be at that place." And the doctor's the boss's case. That's true, and you know the nice thing is is that both AEW and Starcast are both really flexible and quick on their feet. So it'll be interesting to see what things they shift around. Because I imagine that we were probably already going to see Pac in some kind of situation at All Out. So it'll be interesting to see what what pieces move around at both the show and at StarCast. Regardless, refunds will be issued if he's unable to make it. Other plans will be made. It'll be interesting to see what they are. And we're still going to have an amazing time. And All Out is still going to be an amazing show i mean we have the world championship match we've got the casino battle royale we have so many things still to talk about just on the card itself it's going to be a blast um moving on to the next bout of news we've got some big shifts happening (laughs) in the wrestling television landscape NXT is moving to USA on September 18th to go head to head with AEW. They're getting a jump start. AEW starts October 2nd. 
but NXT wanted to get the jump on that. The show will air live from Full Sail University every week. Now, Chris Jericho put out an interesting tweet about this. Um, he's actually had a couple of them. You know, he says that no matter how many wrestling shows get added to the week, the bottom line is the most talked about company nationwide is AEW. The most talked about match at All Out is Jericho versus Hangman. <laughs> Young Bucks retweeted the Wrestling Observer's report on WWE NXT moving to USA Network saying we aren't scared. And Chris Jericho again, congrats to NXT for making the big move to the USA Network. Runners always race faster when somebody is right behind them. Going to be fun to see which team the world decides to join. Choose Jericho. William Regal responded to that. Yes, thank you, Chris. Oh, this was also in response to Jericho's, oh, by the way, you're welcome. William Regal says, thank you, Chris, from us both being on NXT in 2010 until today, being a mentor, announcer, and GM, NXT has given huge opportunities for many talent who never would have gotten the chance before to be real game changers. And it's all down to you. Thank you so much. This war is on fire and it is awesome. Floyd, what do you think about all of this? Okay, so this is one of those things where it's funny because Chris Jericho says you're welcome because, you know, uh, what he's saying is NXT wouldn't be on live TV if it wasn't for AEW and AEW wouldn't have got a TV deal if it wasn't for him. So I was like, that's amazing. But the great things about heels is they're the the really good ones. There's always a little bit of truth, and you might not say it's completely because of Chris Jericho, but a lot of this is because of Chris Jericho. NXT was an exclusive property of the WWE Network. It was a it is the most popular show every week on the WWE Network, except for pay per view weeks. But like when it's just a normal week, NXT is one. It is the show that everyone watches. I think a couple hundred thousand people. They only have a little, a few of a million subscribers, and two hundred thousand of those people tune into NXT every week. These are numbers I'm just I've heard on different podcasts. Uh, so um, that's the case. A lot of people watch NXT. It is a big product for their network. For them to take it from being on their network to being on live cable TV at USA filming from the same location, something that they just don't do. That is a problem. That is a thing that just wasn't expected. And, uh, you know, if you, if you say this wasn't because of AEW, I, you know what? I want some of what you're drinking or smoking <laughs> because this is freaking obvious. This was not in the plans. This isn't, wasn't a rumor that NXT, AEW announces it, and then WWE did whatever they could to get something to counter-program NXT, which I don't think anything's wrong with. I think it is business. Your good job is to be successful. WWE wants to be the only name in professional wrestling when it comes to America. They want to squash any competition before it can even really you know get its feet planted and established now selling out five four or five shows that's great but what wwe is trying to prevent is that when people think of pro wrestling they be like some people start thinking of aew 
That's what they're trying to avoid. And I'm looking forward to it because, like I said, William Regal's, like, he's throwing the shade, like, but, you know, William Regal knows why this is happening. You know, it's funny. You can play your characters. You can do whatever you want to do, but you know why it's going down. Absolutely, man. It's competition, and competition is fierce. You're, there's no way that you're not going to have the opportunity to move NXT to a cable network spot and have it directly compete with your competitor. That's what Vince does. That's his MO. So not only do we have competition at its best and at its most heated, we're going to see this take off even further as it goes forward. Now, I will say I will be watching AEW live. I'll watch if there's a conflict. I will watch NXT later. I was super excited about this. I even explained it. I was breaking it down before this. Now, uh, my week is going to be raw on Monday. I have wrestling on Monday. On Tuesday, I got the night off now. On Wednesday, I now have AEW Live. I'm going to wait till NXT's on the network on Thursday and then watch that live. And then Friday, I got SmackDown. So four out of the five days of the week of the business days of the week, I have wrestling when I first get to work. I am in heaven as this wrestling nerd is in heaven. I think all of us wrestling nerds are going to be in heaven at this point. <laughs> yes. I mean, honestly. <laughs> yes. I'm like, it's because, you know, NXT is going to be like pulling out all the stops to get you to watch their show live. <laughs> AEW is going to, I think AEW is going to more do what they do. Yeah. I don't think they're going to be reactionary. I think they have a plan. I think t- uh, Tony Khan's very smart. They have a plan. Since NXT is being the reactionary group and they're just, I think they're going to give us way more than they planned to way earlier. Yeah. I don't. Absolutely. And I, you know, yeah. I don't think we're going to get the regular. I don't think we're going to get Keith Lee against Umberto Carrillo or anything like that. I'm thinking we're going to get big matches and we're going to get people from the quote unquote main roster. Cause honestly, I can't tell the difference between NXT and the main roster now. Cause they're on a major cable <laughs> network live every week. Yes, well, that actually brings up some interesting news, too, because Dave Meltzer reported that with the move to USA, the NXT roster will no longer be getting, you know, their, their I think it was like 50000 a year um, uh, salaries. And that's for the people who are coming in and training. That's not for somebody like Adam Cole or Johnny Gargano. They're obviously getting more. But that along with a jump to a cable network, they will also be getting a jump in pay increase to match that sort of main roster feel, that cable show, that that big show energy. And I think, again, that's something that wouldn't be happening if it weren't for the presence of AEW. When you have competition that is legitimate competition that is pushing you to be better because there is somewhere else for your wrestlers to go there is somewhere else for your fans to watch you have to up your game to keep everyone there not only does that come with the actual entertainment of watching wrestling the storylines making sense the matches being compelling the production being great everything falling into line but that also works for the actual wrestlers that work for you If they're happy, they'll stay. If they know that they can get a much better deal elsewhere and have creative freedom and have, you know, a different sort of situation for them, 
they will absolutely go there. So it's it's pushing everything up and elevating everything by having that competition. Yeah, I'm man. That is the perfect way to put it. Uh, you know the you know what it, I forgot the damn term they use, but every competition lifts everything. You always run faster when someone's running behind you. Uh, that is uh, great. You know everything that's coming out is great news for everyone around Corey graves actually did send out a tweet uh his name is of course sterling or on uh twitter and he says is it really a war if both sides are rooting for each other and i thought that was very uh i thought that was very profound but it's just like the soldiers are rooting for each other but the generals are definitely not rooting for each other. Vince McMahon is not rooting for AEW to succeed. He is not rooting for our people to have other places to work. He is not rooting for wrestling to succeed. He wants to succeed and he wants to crush everything else. Now, I'm not not Vince McMahon's right-hand man and people will say, "Well, you don't know him," but I'm just saying I've I've looked, I've paid attention. You know, I mean, it, you know, uh, when it comes to next year, WrestleMania is in Tampa and how they have basically blocked off a certain section of Tampa where different events can't be held so they can be the only event in town. So think about that. It's just they don't want competition. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they've been comfortable for a long time being the only game in town. But to be completely honest, the only game in town stifles your creativity. It makes it so that you don't have to work hard. You don't have to try new things. You don't have to push boundaries. But when you have something that's flying up behind you and they are pushing boundaries and they are trying hard and there is admittedly the novelty of something new – and people are flocking to it. And not only are people flocking to it, but you're seeing sellout after sellout after sellout of people that you completely disregarded as a good hand. Then, of course, you're going to have to push to meet that demand. So Vince is absolutely going to push to meet that demand. It'll be interesting to see how those changes are um, put in effect on you know the main roster like Raw and SmackDown. We're already kind of seeing that with moves to different days and different networks. But it'll also be interesting to see how that changes NXT. NXT already has a wonderful, hardcore, kind of indie following around it. You know, people followed these wrestlers from their indie careers until they moved into NXT. And you have that wonderful vibe in the crowd where everyone is really energetic the production is experimental and that they change for every show every takeover the costumes get to change for every takeover there's there's a sort of flexibility and creativity that they have because they still consider themselves developmental i wonder if we're going to see any changes to that when they're no longer considered developmental i can't see them being developmental when they're on the usa network they're a different brand now. I mean, they, I think we've always seen them as a different brand, but now they officially are a different brand. Yeah, to the indie fans of wrestling, NXT is clearly the best brand in the WWE. If you noticed at the last takeover, Velveteen Dream had a full dance number with the Toronto Raptors cheerleaders before coming out to the ring. When have you seen that on the main roster? Exactly. It it's, it just seems like their matches, even though WWE, Raw, and SmackDown are on the bigger stage, 
it seems like NXT's matches, singles, tags, women's matches just mean more. They matter more. Winning the belt and being a champion on their program means more. And if you treat your belts or you treat your titles like they matter, fans will treat their titles like they matter. If you look at the main roster, the titles aren't really treated like they matter. It's just... You, if, and I will say you look at how New Japan treats its world title. You look how Dragon Gate treats its world title. Dragon Gate, Pac doesn't lose while he's the Dragon Gate champion anywhere in the world. You know, Kazuchika Okada doesn't lose while he's the champion anywhere in the world. The champion, Seth Rollins, gets pinned so much people lose count. You know, <laughs> and it's like on on SmackDown, Kofi Kingston has been RKO'd. Honestly, he's been one of the best. People haven't cared about his reign, but he's been one of the best push champions. He doesn't lose very often, which is pretty good for uh, uh, someone. Uh, pretty good for him. But most of the time, they don't matter. You know, the rival won the, won the tag titles and then lost three weeks in a row. This is me talking as a fan of the WWE. That's, I mean... Like, I am a fan. I watch it every week. I know everything that goes on. I know all the storylines. So it's just like, so I can tell you when there are distinct differences from one product to another. So the reason NXT is better than the main roster is because it does treat its titles with reverence. It it matters when you win or lose. Johnny Gargano went into a funk because he lost too much. That matters. And, As it and, and, should. And, yes. It should matter. So yes. you got two programs that, you know, AEW presents wrestling uniquely to everyone else, in my opinion. And then you have NXT's kind of the old school wrestling with kind of the new school attitude. So them two going head to head would be great. I would love NXT to just be able to be NXT. I know they're not going to be able to. I know I'm not saying Vince is going to ruin NXT, but they're going to be tweaks. There's going to be probably more main roster uh, contributions, which is not needed. There's going to probably be a different, it's going to be a tad bit different feel. And it doesn't, if it didn't, doesn't really need to be. I think it presenting itself like it usually does, maybe with a few more big matches. And of course you get another hour, it would be fine. But again, you know who I'm rooting for. You know what podcast you're listening to right now. So it is no question <laughs> who I'm rooting for. <laughs> you know, because, you know, if in six months, AEW's blowing NXT out the water and they put it back on the network, the WWE doesn't even feel it. But if right. NXT that's beats AEW, oh, that's a different story. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to see how this develops. I'm excited to see, you know, the war between them. Because, yes, there are people in the industry who are, of course, supporting each other. They all are in the same wrestling family, even if they're in different promotions. And I don't know what it's like to be a wrestler. They do. That's a bond that they share. I totally get that. And I'm really excited to see that support among the people who work within it. I'm also, however, very, very excited to see that competitive spirit. I'm excited to see that competitive spirit shape both of these companies. And for my own self-interest, I'm excited to see how that competitive spirit 
like helps me. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Because it will. It'll make both shows even more enjoyable to watch. And it will be interesting to see how being on cable networks do affect changes, I think, probably in both companies. Because when you have to speak to advertisers, you have to kind of change things up a bit. So I'm really curious to see how that changes NXT. And I'm curious to see how that shapes AEW. Because we can't really talk about changes to AEW's weekly show when we'll be kicking it off. It's going to be really exciting to see it get built from the ground up. And from what we've seen so far from their pay-per-views, it's going to be absolutely phenomenal. And I cannot wait to see how they compare, how they contrast, how they compete. It's going to be awesome. I am I am now I can say and this is an unexpected consequence. I am now full on board for Rick Baker becoming the first women's champion. <gasps> yes. Because because oh yes! Rick Baker is the first women's champion and her boyfriend Adam Cole is the NXT champion oh, going yes. against each other every week. Oh, They're please. going to make I feel like someone's going to make take subtle shots. Well, they've already been talking on their Instagram, which is really cute because, of course, they share their lives together on Instagram. And that's fun. But, oh, man, that would be so fun. I can't believe I never thought of that. Yes. But, yes, that needs to happen. That's exactly the reason it needs to happen. And it would be fun for both of them yes. as for the people involved. And it would be hilarious to imagine, you know, the executives. Yes. <laughs> Vince yeah. McMahon, Triple yeah. H. <laughs> they are super supportive of each other. I remember uh, last year at All Out. I mean, at All In, it wasn't all out last year. And in Chicago, we go to TGI Fridays after the event because, you know, that's what you do when you root for the elite. And in the other room was everybody from the elite having food. And who did we see sneak in to uh, give a hug and a kiss to his girlfriend? Adam Cole. He flies in into Chicago to see his girl. So and then this year we're at Takeover in New York. We got good seats, and uh, you know, yeah. And who's in the first row supporting her boyfriend, Britt Baker? Like she literally walked in, like with all the rest of us. People were giving attention, you know, like you know, saying hi to her. She was like just one of us sitting in the front row supporting her boyfriend so they support each other on a crazy level so i i am but i am looking forward to it you know it's going to be competition it's going to be fun it's going to be great yes so one of the first things that aew is going to be doing um on tnt is that tnt is going to be airing a hype show for the pay-per-view on august 30th so this is going to be the first time we are going to see all Elite Wrestling featured on TNT. We've already seen commercials. We've already seen press. Already seen huge events with tons of stars gathered. This is going to be really fun. I can't wait to see what this hype show looks like. We've also, of course, got the start date for AEW on TNT on Wednesdays starting on October 2nd. And they already have their tour schedule out. That's developing so far. So we have Washington, D.C., of course, is their first show. Then they have Boston on October 9th. They have in Philadelphia, October 16th. And then they've announced Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania on October 23rd and Charleston, West Virginia 
on October 30th. Tickets for those two went on sale today. The last I heard, and you can correct me if there's been further information, the last I heard was that West Virginia was close to selling out. I'm not sure if both have sold out yet. Um, do you know what the update is on the ticket standings for these shows? Uh, I have a couple updates. I know West Virginia at last count was like less than 2,000 left, which is amazing because they don't sell out that building ever. There hasn't been a sellout. There's never been a sellout to that building. So Excellent. So that's crazy. Pittsburgh, I was actually looking. I don't know if it's done as well. I hadn't really seen any updates on Pittsburgh. I've seen more of the West Virginia updates as possible. But when I'm looking on here, yeah, uh, first row, all the lowers are gone. You're up into the second section. Uh, second sections so it looks like ticket sales are going well on both of those you know uh aw is still a private company so it's uh they don't like release this information until they sell out this is just us picking information from the different sites and so that we can find on online for sure. And, you know, these shows are still two months away. Yeah. And I think that this makes sense that you would have, of course, their pay-per-views are always selling out very quickly, like within five to 15 minutes. And their first shows are selling out too, and that's wonderful. But then you're going to get people, okay, wanting to tune in and see what they have to offer, go to the shows and see what it's like. I think that as people get a sense of what AEW is going to be on weekly television and what they have to offer, we're going to start seeing some interesting numbers coming in, I think, as they move through different cities, different venues. I think last I heard they were going to be doing an East coast tour and then they were going to be making their way westward. I'm not sure if they're going on a Southern front. I think that's what it looks like. Like they might be moving through Texas. I think Cody Rhodes had mentioned something like that on his Instagram Q and a with a bleacher report. And so if they move through Texas and then they'll end up of course in Southern California at some point, it's going to be really interesting seeing where they go and what arenas they choose. And of course, I really hope they come to Phoenix. <laughs> yeah, they they always are near uh, college campuses. That seems to be uh, a big thing with them being near college campuses. You know, uh, marketing to a younger audience. You know, the people that you can get between eighteen and twenty one and keep until they're old enough to bring their kids to the shows. So uh, that's that's smart. Uh, I pretty much, if they're, they're going in my, in, if they come Oklahoma, Dallas or Houston, or even if you go up to Kansas city, I'm probably going to be at the shows as they get moved further West. Most of my time is going to be spent on TV, watching mm -hmm. on TV. And that's what it, I think a lot of people are like me. Uh, you're starting to realize you love this company. You want it to be around, but you can't go to every show. You can't fly out to every show. Exactly. Yeah. So you are you are going to get less of the super hardcores that are ever at Starcast, and you're getting more of the uh, more of the terms that hate casuals buying tickets to the uh, events, which is good because it's helping to build up a buzz. Uh, I will say. Uh, just a little add-on to this. If you're online, you're a wrestler fan, you're AEW, 
man, post the time and the date of that first show, October 2nd, as much as you can to the point of being annoying. None of your friends should be able to say they don't know when the show starts. <laughs> exactly. I, I'm just saying it's like, you know, they can do their best, but and they're going to go out and promote and everything. But the thing is, we wrestling fans are a knit community, uh, you know, a tight knit community. And it was like, I remember uh, Harry Potter was super popular. And this is it's going to sound like it's off brand, but it's not. Harry Potter, Harry Potter was super popular. Like the first book came out when I was 16. And I remember when I was 22, the second movie was coming out. And uh, my friend Cassie wanted to go to it. And she wanted to take me. And she was like, hey, do you want to see the new Harry Potter show? And I was like, what's Harry Potter? Six years after it came out, one of the biggest things in the world, I had never even heard of the name Harry Potter. What's you, Harry Potter? What's <laughs> Harry Potter? I'm now like a huge Harry Potter fan after it was introduced to me. But what I'm saying is you get in your bubbles. You get into yeah. what your bubble of wrestling, you get in your bubble and you can't hear anything else. And there's a lot of people that were fans in the late 90s that has taken wrestling out of the, gotten out of the wrestling bubble. So they may see the commercials, they may see anything, but they don't hear it. Now, when they hear it from someone that they know, that kind of snaps into you and it builds up the audience. I just wanted to throw that out there because I like, I've had so many people that love wrestling and they've come up to me and like, what's AEW this week? And I, and I'm like, I do an AEW podcast. How the hell do you not know what AEW is? <laughs> and, and and then I was like, I realized you get into your circle. And I took that time to educate and, you know, try to drum up interest for October 2nd. You know, and that's what I'm just saying to do because you would be surprised what people don't hear or notice. Well, and I think that's where names like Chris Jericho and John Moxley, a.k.a. Dean Ambrose, <laughs> are really helpful yes and of course the joke is thank you chris jericho you're welcome AEW fans okay fine but there's truth to that i have friends who checked out aew because they saw that ty dillinger sean spears was going to be there or that chris jericho was going to be there i've i've had people talking about dean ambrose and where he's at now and, and those names draw attention to people who may not otherwise check something else out so, you know, having John Moxley at the October 23rd show in Pittsburgh, and they've talked about how even with the injury, he should still be there. Of course, you know, updates forthcoming, but everything by all accounts, he's expected to be there and be fine. But we also have, you know, Chris Jericho coming out in Charleston. We have the World Tag Team Championship Tournament Finals oh, yes. in Charleston. These things are going to be big deals for AEW as far as drawing people in who are curious, who are outside. And also, you know, <laughs> this is going to be just a tiny mini rant. I hate the term casual fans. I don't want to split fans like that. If somebody wants to come check out AEW, that is awesome. We're all casual fans at one point or another. You're wrestling fans. If you want to check something out because you see some name that used to be in WWE that you liked and they're now in AEW, that's awesome. I'm really excited about that because that means that you're going to be checking out something that I love because there's somebody that you love.
loved that's in it. And that is absolutely wonderful. That opens the door for a wider group of people, for more variety of people, for more variety of cities for them to visit. I'm really excited about that. And I have no problem with people checking it out just because Chris Jericho's in it or just because John Moxley's in it or just because Kenny Omega's in it for the New Japan fans. I think that's fantastic. Yes, I have plenty of my friends that are not in the wrestling community or whatever that have no clue who Cody Rhodes is except that I wear his shirt everywhere. Like, no clue. They're like, is he in relation to Dusty? Yep. <laughs> and I have no problem with it. Come on, I don't care why you watch the show because to me is you know you get into the show, you know you start asking questions. That's what I'm here for. I mean, if you know me, I'm all about everyone watching wrestling. I don't understand why everyone doesn't, but again, I know there's people that don't understand why I do. So I get it. I get it. I just, I just think it's paramount. That you know, we we be we represent what AEW AEW on the shirt. AEW is for everyone, and I think as fans of the AEW, if you want to consider yourself a fan of AEW, you should rep- represent that to the your core. Bring everybody that you can along with you. Absolutely, and open and welcoming. And yes. you know, if you are somebody who's coming for Chris Jericho. All right, cool. You came for Chris Jericho, but you stayed for a boy and his dinosaur. Or you stayed for, you know, the Lucha Bros and the Young Bucks in a ladder match. Or you stayed for Kenny Omega and Pac. Or you stayed for Britt Baker or Awesome Kong and Aja Kong. You know, there are a million things to get into. And yes, some of them are going to be new. A lot of them were new to us when they were first announced. That's the beauty of it. It's not just a bunch of famous names that are attached to this. This is a growing, vibrant promotion that is filled with a ton of excitement, a ton of thrills, and a lot of new things to look forward to. So I'm really excited to see how they build up their weekly show, how they build that up as they tour. It's really smart for them to be to continue to announce these names that people are familiar with, to be like, hey, dude, we've got Jericho on this date. Hey, we've got Mox on this date. Hey, Kenny Omega's going to be on this date because that brings in those people who are already going to check those people out. But then they'll get to stay for the rest of it, and the rest of it is pretty damn awesome. I can't wait to sell somebody on AEW by saying, you know the show Glow? Welfare Queen's on AEW. Yeah, she kicks ass. <laughs> e W. Yes, <laughs> I can't wait to say that. I'm just like, come on, yeah, you know, it's just it, it's everything. Like I said, we live in our bubble, and you know, to the people that live in the bubble, duh, you should be watching AEW. But to people that don't live in the bubble, it is a bunch of people they probably never heard of, and it's it sucks to say that, but it's 100. It's like it's true. It's true. It's a bunch of people they never heard of. It's like I saw someone hanging page this week, and they were like, man, he's good looking. I'm like, yeah, he is. <laughs> you know, it's just like I, I, it's a constant, you know, constant kind of battle because the thing is it's like I'm not trying to say, oh, we got to recruit to win. It's just it's a good product. It's a different product. And if like if you went out and had the best burger you ever had in your life, you know what you're going to do? You're going to go out and tell your friends how good this burger is. 
That's all I'm saying. AEW's an amazing burger. All I'm saying is tell your friends about it. (laughs) All right, man. So we've got more news from AEW this week. This, of course, concerns all out. This is the Battle Royale. We've got new names for the Women's Battle Royale. We've got Ariel Monroe. AKA Big Swole. Is that how yeah. you pronounce it? Or is Big it Swole. Swole. Big it's Swole. Swole. All right. Yeah. What do you know about Big Swole? She is the wife of uh, WWE performer Cedric Alexander. So, right. yes. Yeah, so she is. She's got the high flying. She's got the strength, of course, of being a Big Swole. Uh, recently, she has. Uh, said Ariel Monroe and Vic Swole are two people, two different people. Ariel Monroe no longer exists, but you can refer to her as Vic Swole. And I, you know, I've seen her wrestle a few times. She was in the Mae Young Classic. She's, I think she's uh, good. I think she's good. I'm not going to say, oh, man, she's amazing. I think she's really good, and I think she's going to bring something. Uh, she's going to bring something to uh, the Battle Royal. Hopefully she can stay on a little bit longer because I do like what she does in the ring. And who's the other person? The other person is Sadie Gibbs. Can you talk a little bit about her? Because I'm super familiar with New Japan. I'm super familiar with AEW. But a lot of these names are new to me. And I think that's awesome because I get to see them and get to know them in the ring. But I don't know much about them before the match actually occurs where then I'm totally blown away by who they are and look up everything. (laughs) She is an actual AEW signed talent. Uh, She was uh, on on earlier shows we announced her as a signed talent. She's more of the powerhouse of uh, UK uh, wrestling. Uh, She's traveled all the world, Japan. Uh, of course, the UK. She's wrestled different, uh, wrestled at all the different places. So she is, but she is fresh. She is not a name that a lot of people know. The biggest thing I know her from, uh, other than when she was announced, is that she got in some kind of Twitter argument with our young Will Osprey, <laughs> and, and basically she got called out, and it was hilarious. Uh, but no one, you know, you know, she's talented, so they signed her. You know, they'll sign anyone that's elite. And But as far as watching her wrestle, I have not. I just knew what I knew. All right. So these women join Jazz, Ivalice, Teal Piper, Brandy Rhodes, Nyla Rose, Britt Baker, Yuka Sakazaki, and Ali Elite. These are the entrants we know so far for the Women's Casino Battle Royale for All Out. Do you have any anticipations as for who might surprise us in the Battle Royale? All right. I do want to say this. Yuka Sakazaki, as far as I was listening to another podcast, she's actually scheduled to work somewhere else that weekend. So I don't know if she's going to be in it or how that's going to work. Time change, she may be able to fly in. It would be a stupid long weekend, but she may be able to do it. Um, I in my heart, I'm thinking Brandy's gonna come in 21. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean she's. I mean that's kind of her heel. She's a heel. When she's wrestling women, she's a heel, and she kind of has control over the women's oh, division. So who's gonna come in 21? I think that's going to be her. Uh, as far as women's wrestlers. I don't know enough about unsigned people to be able to be like, okay, this person's going to surprise. Because I was like, I thought Jack might be a surprise. They announced her. You know, I knew about Ariel Monroe. 
Uh, Allison uh, K, a.k.a. Sienna from uh, Impact, she actually signed on to do StarCast. And she's doing a meet and greet. So I would be, but she's also the NWA Women's Champion. So I don't know how they would feel about having the women's champion lose or, you know, or whatever they're going to decide to do. I don't know what the working relationship between AEW and NWA is at this time. So that would be the only person I would guess. And I imagine just because she does this, I think Medusa will probably enter. Oh, maybe. I see. I've got Scarlett Bordeaux. I think she's for sure going to be jumping in on that. Um, maybe Tessa, maybe Jordan. I don't know. It depends again with working relationships. Um, Rosemary, maybe again, I know she's with impact too, but demon bunny has been to both star casts in, uh, Vegas and they're scheduled for the one in Chicago. And I think we, we may see Rosemary come out. I don't know. I think those are contingent on, you know, relationships with other companies, which they are certainly building. It will be interesting to see who else they have coming out for this Casino Battle Royale, though. Yeah, because to Neil Dashwood sign with Impact, but I could see her making an appearance. Uh, that's former WWE Emma, for people that don't know. I am, um, like I said, I'm intrigued by what they're going to do. Uh, it's one of those things, it's like, I really like the Casino Battle Royale. I know most people didn't. I do. I know a lot of people didn't. I thought it was fun. I like things that are different, and it was different. And, it's you know, you watch wrestling over 30 years, stuff gets boring sometimes. You know, you see a lot of the same stuff. So when anybody tries something to do different, even if it kind of crashes and burns, I still enjoy it. And I think they'll work out the kinks from the first time because this is, you know, the second time they're running it. But I fully expect Britt Baker to win. I mean, I I fully expect Britt Baker. She's to me is the hangman of the women's division. Dude, I've I've just ever since you said Britt Baker versus Adam Cole for the faces of respective companies, I am all in on this. <laughs> yes, Britt yeah. Baker all the way. Yes, I was already there for her because she seems like the most polished face in the women's division. She is really talented. She's got a great look. She's completely polished and professional. She's awesome. But I really want to see that. That's going to be a lot uh, of fun. Yes, and then you know that we're rolling into Britsburg. You know, she's actually on. <laughs> she's the first woman to be featured on the TV. You know, the posters on the TV. Yeah. See, there you go. So yeah, she's yeah. top girl. Yes. Top woman. Yes, and uh, and B Priestley. I, I'm gonna tell you. I know. I know Badass. she. I know she is with uh, Young Will, but I'm in love with her talent. She just like from the moment she walked out at Fighter Fest. Oh my God! I just thought she was gonna kill everyone. And I was a little afraid, and I dig that. I love that when it comes to women's wrestlers. I love that. If I'm a little afraid of you, that works. That works. I love Beast B Priestley, and I love the fact that we have these relationships that span the big three companies now. Also, I love that there's a, a big three. That's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, B, B, if she was somehow, she somehow ended up in that title picture or that title match, that'd be great. But it's like I said, I think Britt is, you know, she she has the she has the company behind her. So therefore, I think she's the play. But if they want to go something different, like I said, I love different. I would not mind that. 
Absolutely. And speaking of different, we've got a new addition to the buy-in, which is the name of the pre-show for All Out. The new addition is a match between Private Party and Angelico and Jack Evans. Now, I love both of these teams. Private Party blew us all away when they had the chance to really show what they could do. And they are phenomenal. They had the entire crowd behind them. They had all of Twitter behind them. They are absolutely wonderful. And Angelico and Jack Evans, I remember the very first episode of All Things Elite podcast that we recorded together, and I wasn't really familiar with them. And then I saw them and came back and was like, dude, you were right about everything. They are amazing. I love Angelico and Jack Evans so much. So this match, as a part of the buy-in, is going to be absolute fire if they're looking for a way to get people interested in all out and wanting to check it out especially since they're going to be having this pre-show sort of situation on tnt hyping up all out this is a fantastic match to do it with yes um i i can't tell you how much i agree with these two teams neither one has won they've been in matches that haven't won so it'll be great somebody's going to get on get into the winner's circle and I do love both of how how flying how high flying both of these teams are i just think i i truly think this is if it sets the first match you know they start this as the first match of the buy-in it's going to set the standard like a common complaint has been that the pre-shows have stunk this will not be it because you'll start with the buy-in you'll probably go right into the uh women's casino battle royale and then you know you have the winner leading into the show that seems like perfect tone to be hitting oh absolutely and we also have with the last big news of the week we have new names added to the announced team actually i'm going to scratch that we have new names added to aew which is tony shivani and golden boy presumably for the uh, for an announced team role now, both Tony Schiavone and Golden Boy obviously have a ton of experience in commentary and in announcing, Tony Schiavone especially, but also Golden Boy was fantastic at fighter. So in with New Japan last year, where he called a match between Kota Ibushi and a stuffed cat named Daryl. That was awesome. He can cover serious matches. He can cover play-by-plays. And he could cover ridiculous matches like Kota Ibushi versus a stuffed cat named Daryl. I am so excited that they heard the fan reaction to Golden Boy on commentary at Fighter Fest and brought him aboard. And of course, with Tony Schiavone, he has been absolutely killing it in the control room segments on the road to promos for these big events. And he is a legendary commentator. It's going to be wonderful to hear microphone i cannot wait to hear these guys and i'll probably actually end up buying all out to watch after we see this show so i can hear how commentary went yes because that is important like i've been at all you know been at the you know big shows and i always have to come back and i hear like problems with commentary or whatever and i don't know what they're talking about so it's very important that you know like for me when we're doing our edit that I get to watch the show with, you know, 
I get to watch the show with audio as quickly as possible. Uh, I think they're going to do like a platoon system. I think there's going to be a team out for the buyout uh, buy-in, and then I think there's going to be a team uh, for the actual main show. And maybe in this case, like let's say Cody's match against Sean Spears, maybe uh, Jim Ross comes out for that match in the world title match. Uh, maybe he's not on the whole show. I don't know, but I just think it's going to be kind of a platoon system. Golden Boy really impressed me and everyone else that heard him at Fighter Fest. So I I think he definitely deserves a, a shot at least at, uh, because this has been very, uh, very fun. But they have not really found that three-man team or two-man team that's going to be the team that's leading them into the future yet. Yeah, I agree. And I hope that they do find that because what they're building right now is an incredible team that they can pull in and out for different aspects, whether it is for the pre-show, whether it is for, you know, the sort of segues in between the intermissions, I guess, in between the pre-show and the main show. And of course, the main show itself and the Road 2 series, they've got a great commentary and announced team that they're forming with this. And this is excellent news. So that is it for the big news of the week. There was, of course, a lot of big news this week with AEW. But now let's take a look at StarCast. Because not only do we have an exceptional weekend and with All Out, but we also have an exceptional week with StarCast once again, returning to where it all began because StarCast debuted at All In in Chicago. It's going to be wonderful seeing what they have in store. And it looks like on Thursday, they've got things like Being the Elite Mailbag Live. They've got Double or Nothing Watch Along. They've got an all-out press conference and weigh-in, of course. And they, they have a ton of shows. They've got a karaoke show. They've got Friday. I mean, I could just run through the whole thing. I think what actually what we should do is just tell you to go to StarCast.com and check out their events list because Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, they have it completely packed with a ton of stuff to do with a ton of people to meet, meet and greets, events, panels, shows, karaoke, bands, music, tons of stuff. Floyd, what are you most excited about seeing at StarCast next week? Okay, because I'm going to go by each day. First Thursday, uh, I've been at the weigh-ins, all the weigh-ins, but I'm most excited for the undesirable to the undeniable uh, with Cody and Tony Schiavone just because Cody has a tendency to get super excited at these things and say stuff he's not supposed to, which is always fun for me. Uh, <laughs> That's a very good reason. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Last year he buried Bailey for no reason. I was like, "What did Bailey do to you?" And in Las Vegas, it was funny. Uh, then on Friday, uh, Moxley's doing a show, but the thing I'm most excited about is called Wrestling with Stereotypes Two. I didn't get to go to the first one. It's at six o'clock on Friday night. Uh, it's going to have. I believe Private Party's going to be there. Uh, Fred Rossler, a.k.a. Darren Young from the WWE, is going to be there. Ron Funches is going to be there. Uh, I believe Jazz and Nyla, Ro uh, Nyla Rose. Those are just off the top of my head. I had the picture in front of me uh, before, but somehow I have lost it. But those are the people that I knew. Uh, as I am a person of color, 
I've always had a problem with the certain roles that uh, people of color have to play in wrestling. It's either you're going to be the super athletic guy or you're going to dance around or whatever. Again, I, I don't think that's necessarily as true right now. But to hear what people of color that are in the wrestling business right now think of it and how the stereotypes and their different takes on from performers is something I'm very, very excited about. It's actually my most anticipated thing of the weekend. And then uh, that Saturday, of course, of course, 12 o'clock to 1.30, before I head over to All Out, there is Best in the World with CM Punk. I just want to hear what he has to say. Yeah, man, that's that's going to be an exciting weekend. I love the stereotypes in wrestling. I think that's going to be really an interesting dynamic with so many different people represented. Um, and, you know, like you said, talking about people of color, talking about their experiences, hearing Nyla Rose talk about her experiences. I think that's going to be a really eye opening um listen to everyone talk about their stories and how they relate to each other themselves to fans and to the world of wrestling in general yes definitely definitely i did see a scheduling conflict and i know you're going to talk about one of these but it's like uh i see from 12 on the friday it's like from 12 to 1 30 it's paving the way with medusa and it's also the women of aew i'm just like that seems like There'll be a lot of crossover on people that would want to go to both of those. You know what I mean? For sure. For sure. So I absolutely want to check out the women of AEW because I'm really fascinated with the women's roster. And I really want to see what, what plans they have, what their ambitions are, what sort of rivalries and feuds that they, they might develop. And really what the women of AEW think about working in AEW. I'm really excited to hear that. Um, the Being the Elite mailbag, the live version of that, I think would be a lot of fun. The press conference and weigh-in, of course, would be a lot of fun. I'm really, really excited for this whole weekend. Really, what I'm most excited for um, besides those panels is actually checking out just StarCast itself because there's so many things to do on a whim and also Collector's Corner. Collector's Corner is where they have this huge area that's filled with merch tables and meet and greets that you can walk up to purchase those meet and greets. My plan is to find Lance Archer and see him, talk to him, get a meet and greet. Um, I want to do some shopping around there. I want to meet Sammy Guevara. I want to meet Kip Sabian. I want to see everybody and just have a great time walking around at StarCast because I had so much fun doing that in Las Vegas, running into friends, making new friends on a whim, people that I didn't even know, and then suddenly we're best friends. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Like, yes. I loved that. So I'm really, really excited to just throw myself into that world again eat a ton of delicious food, mingle with so many wrestling fans and wrestling family, and just live on that buzz of excitement about StarCast and All Out. It's going to be an absolute blast. Yes, I have been collecting food places. There's this place called Stan's Coffee and Donuts. My friends went there this week. I did not go there last time. It's one. It's less than a mile from Pro Wrestling Tees, and since I'm going to be there like three days doing the signings, I'm definitely going to Stan's uh, Donuts and Coffee. Uh, of course, Giordano's Deep Dish Pizza. It's like 
so good to me. Like, I keep hearing it's not the best in Chicago, but I need some more names that are convenient for me to go to. I definitely want to go to Nando's for our young Will Ospreay and yes. check out some not, uh, check out some Nando's. And, of course, I got to hit up Fridays. And everybody's like, you got Fridays at my house? Yes. And I'm probably actually, after we get off this call, I'm probably going to go over to Fridays and have some apps and a drink. So, yeah, I love Fridays. It's just a great place. So, no, uh, but seriously, yeah, I, I got to go to Fridays in Chicago. I went there like four times last year. It was hilarious because <laughs> I kept tagging myself there. And my friends would ask, again, you went all the way to <laughs> Chicago? <laughs> you went all the way to Chicago to go to TJI Fridays? And I was like, dude, actually, I came to watch wrestling, but TJI Fridays is convenient. <laughs> dude it's like you know it's like in the next parking lot it's right there it's like no okay like, well then yeah <laughs> and, well and also you said that last year that people ended up you know going to tgi fridays afterwards yeah so, the wrestlers were there yeah. and it was fun because we just went to eat <laughs> you know and then it was like my friends uh, actually we dropped them off and we went to a meetup and my our friends called and they's like yeah we're right next to the room is the elite we were like Hey, everybody, it was nice meeting you. We're out. We're going to see John Fridays. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah. <laughs> well, I definitely want to check out Nando's because I got to get some cheeky Nando's for our Osprey. And definitely need to get some deep dish pizza because I love deep dish pizza. And I've never been to Chicago and I need to get some deep dish pizza. So again, I implore you listeners of all things elite, please let us know your recommendation for food near the Sears Center, near the Hyatt Regency Hotel. I think it's in Schaumburg. Yes. And let us know the places that we should go hit up things that are close by to the stadium close by to the hotel or you know maybe a five minute uber something that's easy to get to because we want to see and eat the best that is in your city and we want to love chicago in the best way possible with our wrestling friends and family so let us know where we should go where should we eat yes i i want to say if you see me as the six foot 300 pound african-american person and you say well i didn't want to bother you bother me bother me i don't care if oh, i'm talking dude, to me too if i'm talking to somebody else just come up and say hi i i love to know that people are actually listening to us talk every week and you know actually care to hear my wild uh opinions on everything out there and hear amy jump in and try to reel me back every now and then i love that so uh, i want to hear everything i want to hear your thoughts on the show if you even think of something that we can do to improve you can put that on the twitter or come up to me and tell me because i just like talking to people i do i mean that's why me and amy work because <laughs> we love talking that's what we do so. Absolutely. And if you just want to come up and say hi, man, come say hi. I'll yeah. be wearing, I don't know, AEW shirts, curly red hair. <laughs> You've seen my Twitter profile picture. Come up and say hi. Really, I just want to hear from you guys. I want to say hi to people. I want to, you know, get to experience that wrestling community that we have on Twitter that is so wonderful and that is such a great place to be. Having that come to life in such a wonderful way in celebrations through things like StarCast and AEW shows or New Japan shows or whatever is such a wonderful thing because it brings that richness of our community to life in a new way. So please come say hi and I'll come say hi to you. <laughs> I will be in my Cody shirt or my other Cody shirt or my other Cody shirt. 
or my other. <laughs> and I'll probably be wearing my Cody shoes and an American Nightmare jacket if it's cool enough to actually pull off a jacket. Uh, last year, it was actually pretty, we had pretty good weather. Uh, last year, we had pretty good weather. This year, uh, like in Oklahoma, it's been really, really hot. So I'm hoping, I hope Chicago's a lot cooler than Oklahoma has been. That's actually an interesting point because I've been checking the weather and Chicago has been like mid to upper 70s. And right now in Phoenix, it's lower hundreds to 115. So on any given day, there's a 30 to 40 degree temperature difference, um, which is going to be really, really awesome. But I need to bring a jacket because once it hits 70 degrees at night, I'm going to be freezing. And don't laugh at me for that <laughs> because I live in a desert, which is basically an oven. Yes. Uh, I, I, you know what? I'm not going to laugh at you because I've told people I keep my house at 62 degrees like all the time. They always laugh at me for that because I don't like hot at all. At all. Oh, yeah. I'm looking at the weather. Yes. Lows in the 60s. Highs in the mid seventies. Oh my God! I am. I'm going. That's cold. I'm going to be in. I'm going. I am going to be in heaven. I can actually wear shorts during that weather. It has to go like to the thirties before I I I, like put on pants. But it's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting. We're going to have a great time. I'm going to have my SUV. You need to catch a ride. Hit me up. I will. You know, because I'm driving to the event and back because. I just found that easier, you know, more control on the situation. And, yeah, it's going to be a good time. Uh, I don't know how many people are going to Janela Palooza. I might make an appearance, but I have mentioned this before. This game, this uh, show is happening at the exact same time as my beloved Florida State Seminoles are playing football. So I am going to be running back to the hotel to uh, get whatever information I can on the game as quickly as possible. So, Absolutely, man. It's yeah. going to be awesome. Yeah. The whole weekend's going to be awesome. The whole week is going to be awesome. Meeting everybody is going to be great. Going to see Chicago is going to be great. Can't wait to eat all the food. And man, I just want to go to All Out. Yes, <laughs> I can't. I can't. Be so I can't wait to get things signed, meet people, all that stuff. And just know, I have a lot of stuff already. So, if you know, some surprises might be coming to the show as we get back. Different giveaways. I just want to, like I said, I just want this to be a place for the AEW or all the elite community to come listen to us talk. We definitely try to provide this positive voice for wrestling. And yeah, I, absolutely. And then, you know, next time we're going to be talking about all out. We're going to be reviewing it. We'll be talking about our StarCast experience, talking about all the friends that we've met along the way. And of course, we'll be giving some shout outs then too. Once again, congratulations to Nadine for winning the giveaway um, for StarCast 3 and All Out on Bleacher Report Live. And yeah, I can't wait to see what we pick up for those surprises in store. That's going to be a lot of fun. Yes, yes, uh, Nadine, your lucky number is 32. I was like, she picked it. I was like, oh, hey, I know that name. Uh, so that is pretty awesome. I, I love how, I just I just love the participation. I was in awe. My phone was vibrating and going off the hook from pretty much the moment we posted it. And that is, that is exactly the response we wanted, even above so. So just get, the more you participate, 
the more I'm going to want to do stuff, the more we're going to want to do stuff, the more we're going to think of things to do. Speaking of which, we should totally record something while we are in Chicago. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Even if it's just saying hi on Twitter, we should absolutely do it. It'll be a lot of fun. Yes. So that that made things so much fun. Your guys' participation was awesome. We're totally going to do it again. I think we're going to have a lot of fun things in store for the podcast. Yeah, I'm going to do my best. I'm going to try to go live with a wrestler on our Twitter. Be like, (laughs) just say hi or whatever. It'll be fun. I don't know. Like I said, it's one of those things you just kind of let things happen. You know, you don't try to make things happen. You just kind of. Go with the flow. It's it's fun. There's plenty to do. Absolutely, man. And I can't wait to do it all and see everything. It's going to be a great week. All right. Well, I think we covered everything. I I, I kept uh, I kept a good running uh, running track of all the news of this week. Uh, do you got anything else left, left, Amy? No, man. I think everything's just you know aiming for all out. Yeah. Aiming for Starcast. We're all in in go mode, getting ready to pack our bags and take off on a whirlwind weekend. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. I get to meet you. Get to meet my family and. Because my brother come with me. I get to see Andy again. Say hi to him. This is going to be a great weekend. But for Amy. This is Floyd. Telling you or asking you. Whether it's home. Work or school. Always do your best to be elite. (laughs) 